Well, I'm so glad you're here for this Sunday. This is uh, a real gift to slow it down a little bit and to, to think about the meaning of the carols and to look at the words and to see the theology, to, to feel some of the, the heartbeat that went into these poems that were written and then set to music. There's so much to think about in these moments. So think about some of these words and, and, and let God say something to your heart today. It was 1843. The typewriter was patented that year. Hong Kong was proclaimed a British colony. And O Holy Night was originally a French poem written in 1843. It was written to dedicate a renovated church organ. Music was added in 1847. It has been recorded by Perry Como, Cher, Anita Bryant, The Letterman, Whitney Houston, Celine Dion, Josh Groban, and Patti LaBelle, just to name a few. In the fifth stanza, the words are, Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. In Luke chapter 4, we read these words just after Jesus had been tempted in the wilderness. Jesus returned to Galilee in the power of the Spirit, and news about him spread through, through the whole countryside. He was teaching in their synagogues, and everyone praised him. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. Now this is where he was brought up, and people remembered him from when he was a little boy. He stood up to read, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, it would have unrolled out this way. Unrolling it, he found the place where it is written. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. He stopped in mid-sentence to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. Everybody now looking at him. Just feel something in the air. He began by saying to them, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. He sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, set the oppressed free. It's also reminiscent, not just of the prophecy in Isaiah 61, but of Paul's short little letter in the New Testament, Philemon, where Paul makes this amazing plea about a slave 
named Onesimus. He writes to Philemon, It is as none other than Paul, an old man and now also a prisoner of Christ Jesus, that I appeal to you for my son Onesimus. So he's, he's taken this former slave now under his wing, his son, who became my son while I was in chains. Formerly, he was useless to you, but now he has become useful both to you and to me. I am sending him, who is my very heart, back to you. I'm sending my heart back to you, but it's in your former slave, Onesimus. No longer as a slave, but better than a slave, as a dear brother. He is very dear to me, but even dearer to you, both as a fellow man and as a brother in the Lord. 1843, these words first were penned. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother. Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break. For the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression shall cease. Sweet hymns of joy, in grateful chorus raise we, let all within us praise his holy name. It was 1863. On January 1st, the Emancipation Proclamation was given by Abraham Lincoln. In that year, Arizona, the Arizona Territory was opened up. And in 1863, a man we know as Henry Wadsworth Longfellow wrote a poem, Christmas Bells. It was later titled as a Christmas carol, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day. But in that year, a lot of grief came into Longfellow's life. See, during the Civil War, his oldest son, Charles, joined the Union Army without his father's blessing. Charles Longfellow was shot in the left shoulder in the Battle of New Hope Church right here in Virginia. He would recover, but the sadness and the weight of grief fell upon Henry that year in another way. His wife, in July of that year, 
died after a fire, a tragic fire took place in her home. Her dress caught on fire during that moment. Uh, Henry was there. Uh, he tried desperately to put out the flames, could not. And after she went to the hospital, she died the next day. His grief overwhelmed him for six months, wave after wave of grief overwhelming him. And then on Christmas Day, when he arose, on that morning, he heard church bells. There were church bells ringing. And the wave upon wave of grief turned into wave upon wave of hope. And so he wrote this poem, as I mentioned, titled Christmas Bells. The poem was set to music. Then later in 1872, Johnny Cash and Elvis Presley recorded that version of the song. And then Johnny Marks, best known for his song, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, set Longfellow's poem to music in a different way in 1956, which was recorded by Bing Crosby that year. And then later in 1964, Frank Sinatra recorded it for his album, The Twelve Songs of Christmas. We find these words in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. I love how the King James puts these words together. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace, goodwill toward men. I heard the bells on Christmas Day, their old familiar carols play. And wild and sweet, the words repeat of peace on earth. Goodwill to men. Bing Crosby. I heard the bells on Christmas Day Their old familiar carols play And wild and sweet the words repeat Of peace on earth, goodwill Now this day had come The belfries of all Christendom Had rung so long The unbroken song Of peace on earth like that background choir from 1956 peace on earth goodwill toward men Luke 2 verse 14 do you hear what I hear um, never thought much about this Christmas carol uh, it was written in 1962 by a gentleman named Noel Regney and Gloria Shane Baker uh, they were married at that time. It sold 
a quarter of a million copies in 1962 during the Christmas season. They composed it as an earnest request for peace during the Cuban Missile Crisis. That was a tense 13-day political and military standoff in October of 1962 over the installation of nuclear-armed Soviet missiles in Cuba. And so Kennedy and Khrushchev went back and forth and back and forth, and there was the blockade, and, and many of you remember the, the tension in that moment. And then a, uh, a peace was made, an agreement was made, and, and everybody let go of their collected breath at that point, as that's as close as we ever came to a, a nuclear, nuclear war. But these words of the song remind me of Isaiah 9, 2 to 7. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness. A light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. To us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the greatness of his government and peace. There will be no end. So while in 1962, there was this tentative peace brokered between United States and the USSR, we've always come to know that the real peace that is, that is made, that is lasting, the real peace is in our hearts through what Jesus Christ has done in us and through us, through what he did on a cross long ago. Do you hear what I hear? Sit the little lamb to the shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear Ringing through the sky Shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear A song, a song High above the trees with a voice as big as the sea, with a voice as big as the sea, said the shepherd boy to the mighty king, do you know what I Listen to us. 
thought that a great Christmas song would have come out of the Cuban Missile Crisis. From 1962, we go back to the 18th century, 1744. Come Thou Long Expected Jesus by Charles Wesley, the the founder of Methodism. Wesley, as he was reflecting on a verse in the prophet Haggai, wrote a prayer. Here's his prayer. Born your people to deliver. Born a child and yet a king. Born to reign in us forever. Now your gracious kingdom bring. By your own eternal spirit, rule in all our hearts alone. By your all-sufficient merits, raise us to your glorious throne. By your all-sufficient merit. What, what beautiful words he put together as he reflected on the, the finished work of Christ on the, on the cross, as he reflected on, on the atonement that Jesus took upon him the sin of the world. He took upon himself your sin and my sin. And he made peace with God by, by allowing himself to be the final and ultimate sacrifice, which is why the, the curtain in the temple was torn in two. Because no longer did you have to go somewhere to effect forgiveness in a temporal way that would last until another year went around and you had to do it again. Now forgiveness swept out over all the earth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life by his sufficient merit. And then he, he raises us to his glorious throne. We, we get to go to heaven someday. And so Charles Wesley just put together such a beautiful, beautiful prayer. It reminds me uh, of how they were expecting a Messiah in those days. Jesus was walking and talking to people. Not everybody understood who he was. And in John 4, there's one of the great stories in the New Testament where he has this conversation with a woman at the well, and they go through back and forth and back and forth talking about things that uh, she didn't really understand. And, and then finally she asks him a, a question. And it's really, if you distill the question, it's, it's what's the right way to believe? Do you worship here? Do you worship there? How do you get to God? Jesus says, believe me. Believe me, woman, an hour is coming. And now is when the true worshipers worship God in spirit and in truth. Such worshipers, God seeks to be his worshipers. And the woman, uh, she's at this point, I think, worn out by the conversation. And, and she has no idea who she's talking to. She's kind of like saying, well, it's okay. It's been good to talk to you. I really have to go do other things. Nice to, to know you. And, um, and so she wants to end it. She goes, well, what you said, maybe, maybe not. But I know when the Messiah comes, he's going to explain everything. You may have some good ideas here, sir. But I know when the Messiah comes, it's all going to be clear. Imagine that moment. Jesus looks her in the eye and he says, I who am speaking to you am he. This is me. I'm the one you've been waiting for. I'm the one everybody's expecting. Imagine that 
moment in her heart. Come, thou long expected Jesus. As you remain seated, please sing with us. Jesus, born to set thy people free from our fears and sins. Release us, let us find our rest in thee. Israel, strength and consolation, hope of all the earth thou art. Dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. Born thy people to deliver, born a child and yet a king, born to The famous preacher of London, Charles Spurgeon, made a Christmas sermon out of that song. It became so popular, it went from denomination to denomination to to the point, it just became a song for everyone. Everyone who believed in Jesus Christ during Christmas would sing that very special Christmas song on the great Advent carols. Our Christian faith. Now, there's a an obscure Christmas carol that I only heard about uh, a couple of years ago. In 1848, once in Royal David City, was written. It uh, has been performed by Petula Clark right after she did Downtown. She did this. Uh, it's been performed by Jethro Tull has been performed by Mary Chapin Carpenter. And there's a line in this Christmas carol. And the line reminds me of Jesus' words in John 11. And he cares when we are sad. And he cares when we are sad. Lord Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But I know that even now, God will give you whatever you ask. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha answered, I know he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. I know that. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. 
And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Such an important question, he asks. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she replied. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. When Jesus saw her weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him, he asked. Come and see, Lord, they replied. Jesus wept. And the Jews said, see how he loved him. See, we have a Savior who cares so much when we are sad. In 1848, when this poem was written, Mexico gave Texas to the United States. 1848, Niagara Falls stopped flowing for 30 hours because the river above the falls froze. And if you've ever been to Niagara Falls, you cannot even imagine that it could be stopped. In 1848, the first department store opened on May the 19th. May the 20th, everything was buy one, get one free. (laughs) Once in David's royal city, royal David city. Once in royal David city stood a lowly cattle shed where a mother laid her baby in a manger for his bed. Mary was that mother mild, Jesus Christ, her little child. He came down to earth from heaven, who is God and Lord of all. And his shelter was a stable, and his cradle was a stall. With the poor and mean and lowly, lived on earth our Savior holy. For he is our childhood's pattern. Day by day, like us, he grew. He was little, weak and helpless. Tears and smiles, like us, he knew. And he cares when we are sad. And he shares when we are glad. And our eyes at last shall see him through his own redeeming love. For that child so dear and gentle is our Lord in heaven above. And he leads his children on to the place where he is gone. So much meaning, so many touch points of our faith places where God's truth wraps around us and holds us during this time. Well, we had a, a contest of sorts that you participated in. I want to thank all of you for participating this year. You did so well. Maybe we'll do something like this again next year. Uh, in 1997, this, this song peaked at number 55 on Billboard's Hot Country Singles and Tracks chart. In 1997, the Packers won the Super Bowl over the Patriots. It was Super Bowl 31. And this song from 1997 was actually written in 1991. It's your choice for your Christmas song of the season, Mary Did You Know. Did you know that your baby boy 
Would give sight to a blind man Mary, did you know That your baby boy Would calm the storm with his hand Did you know That your baby boy Has walked where angels trod When you kissed your little baby Kiss the face of God So in these next couple of weeks, take a breath, slow down, find a place where you can sit and be quiet for a while. Get out your favorite cup of coffee and and sit and maybe say a prayer and maybe just listen. Listen for what God is trying to say to you through this season of seasons. Listen by the whisper of the Holy Spirit, what God is calling you to do, what God is is drawing you to become a purpose again in your heart to be the church, the church that he's building, that's a light in the world, that, that is the hope of the world. Allow yourself to be overwhelmed by the mystery and the wonder of this baby who was God, is God, will always be God as he was revealed 2,000 years ago in a little outpost in in the back of an inn in a little barn where nobody was expecting him to show up. Let that change you once again. You please stand with me. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for just your many, many blessings in our lives. And we thank you this morning that we could be reminded about the great truths of scripture that are replete through these carols and songs and poems that were written. Not too, not too long ago and long ago. So, Father, wrap us in the mystery of your love in Jesus and take us now. We are your servants. We give you our lives again. In Jesus' name, amen. Good day. God bless you. See you next week.